Hey everybody, this is Stealing First, a podcast where Matt and I usually discuss nothing but baseball, but this week it's just a solo kind of podcast from me. Um, Matt was busy today, and whew, it's been a, a weird few weeks. I think the last time we recorded was like maybe four weeks ago, maybe longer than that, I don't know, but um, yeah, it's just been kind of hectic in our li- personal lives this, uh, this past month or so both getting new jobs and stuff and dealing with that so um but we're gonna try to put out some more stuff uh on a regular basis moving forward um but yeah today is just me it might be a little shorter podcast since it is just me i'm just kind of giving a rundown of what's transpired since the last time we discussed so and a lot has (laughs) first off two of the best uh hitters this season um went down for uh, roughly the same timeline, six to eight weeks. Uh, we'll start with um, the, the most obvious one. was uh, Mike Trout. He, uh, I believe, tore um, a ligament in his thumb. Um, I, I, I can't, I don't remember how he did it. I, I don't think it was a slide, a slide at first. It could have been. Um, but he's out for six to eight weeks. And some people are kind of guessing maybe five, too. Um, but we haven't seen that before from Mike Trout, probably the best uh, player in um, this generation. Um, he's never been on DL, and now he is, so it's kind of weird to see it. He was having a monster year, probably his best season yet, it looked like, um, leading the MLB in uh, home runs. Not now, but at the time. Uh, batting well, over 300. Um, I think he, I think the only, per, the only hitter that was better than him in uh, OPS was Freddie Freeman. And he's also... Uh, injured, he went down for uh, six to eight weeks with a broke wrist from a hit by pitch, and um, so these these two uh, studs are out of baseball, and probably uh, um, well, Trout probably the candidate for early candidate for MVP, and Freeman at least in the conversation. Um, they're they're gone, and and they're they're on teams who don't really aren't really expected to win. Um, so it's not like a huge blow to um, a playoff team, a playoff bound team. It's still early, so we can't say anything. But kind of judging from preseason rankings and and all that, um, it wasn't uh, it wasn't as huge as like a, a Bryce Harper or a um, maybe a Chris Bryant or um, something like that. So uh, it's still big though. Uh, to baseball's uh, finest, they're they're fun to watch too. They're a really good season, then they're out. So, I think Freeman's supposed to be back uh, sometime after the All Star break, and Mike Trout probably um, probably early August. But um, yeah, that happened. We saw a uh, huge fight, huge brawl um, from w- between the uh, Nationals and the Giants. Hunter Strickland just being the crap out of Bryce Harper's hip, and uh, with a 98 mile an hour fastball, and Harper. Um, those of you, you who saw it, uh, he didn't like it. <laughs> so it supposedly was because of a beef they've had for two years since the playoff series, which I think Harper hit two home runs off of Strickland maybe. And maybe uh, I think he kind of like admired him a little bit. I mean, thing is, Giants still went on to win that series and win the World Series. So if that's the case, the reason behind uh, Strickland's move is just, idiotic to me and who knows I, I think maybe that's why Bryce Harper was so 
so ticked off because he wasn't expecting it at all. It was a two-zip game. There's no reason to do it. Um, so, you know, he got hit in the square in the hip. Uh, Harper uh, kind of looked at him and, you know, kind of argued with him and tossed his badge and then just decided to go out there, threw his helmet, went the other way. <laughs> that is a pretty funny meme on the Internet now regarding that, but threw it the other way and punches were flying both got smacked in the face i think both got bloody noses and stuff so um teammates were running into each other and and all this stuff um it was just kind of kind of ugly uh it was mainly between those two that the teams in themselves were kind of kind i think were shocked by it too by Strickland's moves so i, I don't think it was a it, it was like a boston red sox uh, and it, i don't think it was like a baltimore Boston thing where it would be played out. It was just totally unexpected. I mean, we didn't even see Buster Posey kind of hold Harper back. We we didn't even see Mazen. We saw Mazen Bumgarner turn the other way, kind of walk towards the clubhouse, like nobody wanted a part of it because it was just kind of ridiculous. Um, both landed suspensions. Harper only a three game suspension, and I think Strickland got like a seven game. Um, but uh, I remember reading some things where, <laughs> that, like, some articles coming out where saying Harper you know not only fought for himself but he fought for baseball's unwritten rules I don't see that I think Harper was just ticked off (laughs) like to just to get hit so hard just unexpectedly but uh because of some kind of jerk move so I don't think he was in in the his thinking as he's walking towards the mound I'm gonna do this for baseball I doubt it I did not think that I think he was uh just ticked off that he got hit and it's probably hurt a little bit um, but yeah, so that that's happened. Uh, just a tiny little brawl between, not even a brawl, just a disagreement between Braves and uh, Blue Jays regarding Jose Bautista's bat flip, um, which I think is kind of weird. This is the I didn't have a problem with the bat flip. I think I think the, uh, the issue was that they were down like what seven runs or something like that. He hit a home run and then stared at the pitcher as he was walking as he kind of started his trot. So I think that was the issue. He was showing up the pitcher, not with the bat flip, but like the the death stare he gave him. So that's just kind of ridiculous. Um, but yeah, like just the, that kind of stuff happened. We're looking at a kind of a, a different um, uh, scene right now in regards to the standings that we expected um, preseason. Uh, it is Saturday, June third, and Washington is leading the National League, uh, National League East, which we kind of expected. Milwaukee is leading the National League Central by one and a half games, uh, with St. Louis behind them, and then the Cubs behind St. Louis, sitting under five hundred. Now, if you ask anybody before the season that the Cubs were going to be below five hundred by June first, by June third. They would have told you you're crazy because they're going to be 20 games above 500. Um, they haven't been playing that well, and uh, largely due to starting pitching. Um, their starting pitching is underwhelmed greatly. Jake Arrieta has just not been, you know, Jake Arrieta. John Lackey's getting old. His age is kind of showing. They signed guys like Brett Anderson who. I guess they thought he was kind of a sleeper. They kind of knew something that other people didn't. He hasn't really been doing well. They got Eddie Butler. He's been doing all right. Um, not insanely great. Kyle Hendricks is also kind of uh, 
tailed off a little bit. Um, and uh, so they're doing with that. Uh, relief is all right, I guess, on their end. Kyle Schwarber's just not having a good start. Uh, hidden below 200. OBP below 300. He's got good power, but he's just not. And they had he's been leading off most time. It's just not been working out. Chris Bryant's been doing decent. He's not been like a monster, but he's he's not bad at all. He's been doing pretty good. Rizzo's kind of catching up. Just the Aston Russell's not been doing that great. Javi Baez not that great. Um, so it's just kind of uh, th- these are young players. I think who are still making adjustments I think pitchers are making adjustments towards them and they're you know kind of just not they're young they're still developing a little bit so we'll have to see you know in the coming weeks um what comes out of this whole Chicago ordeal um yeah and uh Pittsburgh's not that great Cincinnati's obviously not that great um and then uh West uh Los Angeles Dodgers um are leading the pack just by half game above not above San Francisco but above Arizona and Colorado who are in a tie right now um surprisingly San Francisco is the worst team in the the um the National League West and uh at, at believe, sitting below sitting 10 games below 500 they might be out I mean I don't know their their team is just not good um you know they're they're battling injuries. Uh, they got age on their kind of going against them with Denard Spann and, and Hunter Pence is getting older. Um, they uh, they don't really have a left fielder really. They uh, it's kind of like Mac Williamson, um, just and kind of just whoever's uh, Michael Morris, Brandon Belt occasionally. Uh, so it's just the the lineup kind of isn't that great. The uh, obviously Madison Bumgarner's injury. Cueto has been underwhelming. I believe he's he's like mid fours right now. Matt Cain is kind of <laughs> trying to make a comeback, but it's just he's just Matt Cain is not doing great. Jeff Samarja might be their best pitcher right now. He's not even that great. So um, their relief isn't. You know, they they went out this offseason to kind of improve their relief, but it's just not that good either. So it's just it's not clicking for the Giants. Um, it's an odd year, so maybe we should expect this the whole time. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I I don't really have any confidence confidence in them right now. They're three and seven. They're in, in their last uh, ten games. So I mean, again, we'll just have to see. I mean, they could go on a monster run. It's just their their team isn't like the Cups. It isn't like you know balanced and you know packed with power and elite hitting skills. So was at the sea um but like i said uh right behind the dodgers in the tie is arizona and colorado too well colorado people kind of assumed they would at least be in the conversation just because uh new management um they got desmond they got a good lineup really good line to go in the course into course field uh surprisingly their pitching hasn't been great and um their offense hasn't been insanely great either uh, if you look at their Nolan Arenado, he's not having like this stud season. Um, B.J. LeMahieu, he's not having that great of a season either. After I believe winning the batting title last year, um, if not, it's pretty close. Um, uh, Desmond, they signed. He got injured. He came back. He's not doing as great as people kind of want. I mean, he's not doing horrible, but he's not. The power has not really shown up that much yet. Trevor Story has just been kind of awful. 
uh, hitting below 200, um, was injured for a little bit, came back, uh, not really doing too much, still striking out. Um, let's see, uh, really the only bright spots in that lineup are uh, Mark Reynolds, of all people, who's having a monster year so far. Um, I believe already passes a uh, home run mark from last year. Uh, he's not only hitting home runs, but he's hitting for average too in that field. So he's, he's just lighting it up. Um, and then probably the, I'd say probably if the season ended right now, the MVP of the league, Charlie Blackman, leading all baseball and RBIs um, up there in home runs and average. Uh, he's, he's doing crazy. He, he's doing some crazy work. And, um, so I, I like how how uh, how he's been playing, and so with that is kind of surprising with that um, little contribution from the other people, other players that they are in second place by half a game. Um, but I mean, like I can only imagine like when these players get hot, how good they're going to be uh, going forward. I mean, it. it Shoot, we might see Colorado in the championship series this year. Who knows? That that'd be cool to see. Arizona, I had I didn't expect their kind of production at all. I mean, they already. I think Matt and I discussed on previous episode. They have a good lineup. They have a really good lineup. Um, and if their pitching kind of uh, pitches to their um, potential, then they would have a good team. And it seems like their pitching is, you know pitching somewhat to their potential and their lineup is just killing it uh goldschmidt one of the best players in the league right now um jake lamb one of the best players in the league right now he's on fire um you know got other players in that lineup that contribute in their own way um and uh their pitching has been really really decent uh aside from fernando rodney uh, who's still getting saves and closing with like a six era but uh I mean, I guess it's working for them. Uh, Zach Greinke, though, is coming back, and uh, he's coming back with, a, like, a vengeance from last year after just stinking so bad. Strikeouts are up. Velocity's down, but strikeouts are up, and he's just he's killing it. He might be one, He might be uh, kind of a Cy Young candidate right now. Um, Robbie Ray's doing, doing really well. He pitched a complete game shutout the other day. Um, Patrick Corbin, not so much. I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head. Archie Bradley has kind of emerged as a elite reliever right now. Um, with with Andrew Miller and uh, and uh, Batances and all these guys coming out doing multiple innings in the playoffs and kind of just being a, a super reliever. Chris Davinsky, I think. I, I wonder what they're going to try to do with Archie Bradley, a guy who has starting experience, who, who came up as a starter but now is in the relief role I wonder if they're kind of moving towards that he has a pretty good strikeout rate for now and who knows he might close in the future but he's he's been having a good year so Arizona just been on point um with their production and their uh what they've been doing um so yeah that's National League moving on to the American League um the best team in the in the major leagues, Houston Astros and AOS, they've been crazy. Every you know, kind of like the club, kind of like the Cubs. Most of them are young, but they have like they're broken up um, around these veterans that they signed last offseason. Josh Reddick, who's having a really good year, 
uh, productive year. Um, Carlos Beltran, good for the clubhouse, having an all right year, but probably better suited as a mentor. Brian McCann, same thing. He's he's been doing good, um, and they're all just meshing really well. Uh, Springer has kind of come alive again. Correa had a insane May. Altuve obviously, you know, is Altuve. Uh, Bregman kind of slow, but he's starting to heat up. Everybody's starting to heat up, and uh, that's why they have 39 wins and uh, only 16 losses. I mean, we might be seeing a, we might be watching like a 110 win team right here. I mean, they're they're really killing it. Their their pitching isn't bad either. They signed a guy. They saw uh, speaking of Brett Anderson earlier about the Cubs maybe seeing something that nobody else saw. Astros saw the Astros saw something in Charlie Morton that really nobody else saw he's uh he's on dl right now but he's been having a a uh, better season than expected from him this season strikeouts are way up and uh he's been he's been pretty effective um but uh for the most and lance mccullers is coming out he won pitcher of the month i believe in may he's uh, coming out as a uh as a stud um he's got the potential to be a number one in any team but right now he's he's astros number two behind probably the the Cy Young of the American League for right now Dallas Keuchel Dallas Keuchel's kind of back to where he was in 2015 where he won the Cy Young and uh he's 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 been doing work he's been doing really good keeping the ball down getting some strikeouts but mostly on the ground and uh I mean you can't really ask for anything better from your your ace um he's been legit so that that team is just crazy I I have I I fully expect them to take the the league by storm. They're going to win the division. Um, they're already I mean, they're already twelve and a half games up in their division. They I mean they got that in the bag. Um, uh, staying in the AL West, I we expected Matt and I talked about it, we expected it kind of be a, a battle between Houston, Texas, and Seattle. More Houston winning that division and Seattle and Texas kind of battling it out. Where well the way it's uh, kind of plays out right now is the Angels are in second place um, 28 and 30 uh, Texas 26 and 29 Seattle 26 and 30 and then you know they're followed by Oakland but Seattle and Texas they are struggling for right now Texas especially it's kind of weird because they have such a beastly lineup Adrian Beltre was injured for most part but uh, he's kind of replaced by Joey Gallo who's kind of been trying to catch up with Aaron Judge and home run totals um but uh, the pitching hasn't really been on either side. Seattle's been battling a ton of injuries, especially in their starting pitching. I believe their whole rotation is has been on the DL this year. Paxton, uh, Hernandez, Smiley, Iwakuma. They're, I think their only reliable guy right now is Gallardo, Giovanni Gallardo. Um, and it's, it's just not been that great for them. Offense, offense has been kind of iffy. Um, Cano's laying himself in the DL. Seager's been kind of going through a thing where I think he's starting to heat up, but the only guy in their offense has been kind of consistent as well as uh, Nelson Cruz. Um, it's just not been playing well for Seattle, and they're really going to have to step it up if they want to. If this is their year, they've been wanting to get there. Um, Texas is kind of the same way. Texas, kind of, their window is closing. Um, their farm system is. I I just wonder. I wonder where they're going to be. 
you know, by trade deadline, if, if they're out, if they do, they start making trades. They have, they're just riddled with old players. They got talented old players, and they got talented younger players. So uh, a lot of them on one-year deals, though. So I wonder what they decide to do come uh, late June. Um, moving to the AL Central, uh, it was kind. Of, this is unexpected. So Kansas City is the worst, uh, probably the the second worst team in the American League. Um, they're, I mean, they're still kind of in it. They're six games out of the division, but I don't know. They they might make a one more run. I see them kind of fire selling, uh, fire selling at the deadline. Um, they just don't have the. There's I don't know. They're that everybody's got one year left before hitting free agency, and uh, I, I just don't know what they're gonna do. Um, Chicago White Sox are uh, better than Kansas City Royals. Uh, Detroit are in third place. Um, Detroit is in third place, three and a half games out, still below 500, two games below 500, but uh, in third place nonetheless. They're they're behind Cleveland, and second place in the in the team that's uh, in front of Cleveland is Minnesota Twins, which was totally unexpected. They had a huge, huge start to the season, um, just winning ball games and playing well with each other, and um, just kind of being studs. They they're getting a huge se- huge breakout season from Miguel Sano, I believe has like the highest strikeout rate, but like the hard the hard the highest hard hit contact rate and. Um, you know, hitting fly balls, hitting them hard, hitting them out, striking out at the same time, but still maintaining for right now, a, I believe a 300 average. Um, he's he's doing crazy things right now. Um, they have they're getting like over the moon production out of Irvin Santana, who I believe, as I look at the stats, is leading the American League in ERA. Um, let's see, he's leading the American League in WHIP, batting average against. Keiko's leading in ERA, but Santana has a 1.75, not too far away from that. And that's second in MLB. And uh, he's it's just been kind of out of nowhere. He's been crazy. He still has a low strikeout rate, but he's been making it work. Um, so, I mean, that's that's where the AL Central is. Uh, Minnesota's leading the, leading the pack. Uh, I don't expect that. I think Cleveland's going to get hot and just kind of take over. They're too good. Um to not do that but who knows anything's possible AL East another team that wasn't expected to to be this way who was probably expected to be towards the bottom of the division Um, but they're they're leading they're the second best team in the AL is the New York Yankees their young guys Aaron Judge um, their old guys Brett Gardner they're hitting like crazy and they're meshing well Matt Holliday was a huge addition to them he's meshing well providing the kind of leadership that they needed um, Aaron Hicks, like bench guys from last year, are killing it now, kind of uh, assuming starting roles from these stars like Jacoby Ellsbury. Um, starting Castro is crazy right now. Didi Gregorius is back. Didi Gregorius is back, and uh, he's he's set to be you know really decent. Gary Sanchez is back. He's doing some good things. Pitching hasn't been horrible either. Uh, so um, especially. We all know the relief court, Clippard, uh, Batanzas, and Chapman. They're they're amazing. So um, they've been really good, and it looks like they're on their way to. It's still early; they can fall out, but it looks like they're in the playoff mix, which is kind of crazy to believe. But uh, 
I mean, if they if they make it, Brian Cashman deserves some kind of award for like Executive of the Year or something, uh, getting what they got last year and turning it into a winning season, most likely. Um, but behind the Yankees is Baltimore. They're always scrappy. They're always they they always seem to be they always seem to be first place or second place or in the discussion somehow um, when it seems like they're overmatched by their own division. So, but they're they're doing good. Boston has some work to do. They're in third place, only three games out, but uh, they're kind of battled with injuries, um, kind of subpar production by their uh, star players. And um, so I, I'd be interested. They have, it looks like they have maybe a couple more prospects left in the farm system before probably becoming the worst farm, one of the worst farm systems in the majors. So I'd be, you know, they're slacking. Uh, so that's Boston, and then right behind them is Tampa Bay, who's been they're always they're always not horrible. You know, when they look like they're going to be horrible, they never are. Um, they're they're four and a half games out of the AL East. Uh, this whole division is really tight, um, but Tampa Bay is getting solid production out of Logan Morrison. Uh, their pitching is, uh, is has been fairly decent. Um, Kiyomar is getting uh, is heating up. Corey Dickerson has been something else. He's lost like 25 pounds over the offseason. It seemed to like, you know, help his uh, play discipline and <laughs> his vision and stuff. So um, he he's been uh, he's been rocking it as well. Uh, so that's Tampa Bay, and then right behind them is Toronto Blue Jays. They're they're dead last in the division, which people didn't expect. They have, they I mean they got rid of Edwin. Um, but I believe that's the only player they got rid of. They still have Tulo, Donaldson, Bautista, uh, guys like Devin Travis, who's been hitting the ball like insanely this past month. Um, uh, they got uh, like Russell Martin. They still have like a kind of a star studded team. Uh, but obviously, Donaldson was hurt for a while. Bautista is just kind of, he's getting older. Uh, they replaced Edwin um, with Kendris Morales, who's been doing all right. He's not been the best, but he's been all right. Uh, Martin's heating up. Bautista's heating up. Travis is heating up. Uh, their pitching is kind of similar to last year, except just kind of been subpar. Uh, Sanchez has been hurt, though. Aaron Sanchez. Blisters. Ugh, blisters. Um, so they, they were kind of... They were the worst team in baseball for a little bit, but now they're, they've been heating up, so they're kind of catching up to themselves, catching up to the rest of the league. Uh, only one game be- below 500, so we might see them in the discussion too. That that whole uh, division might just be um, the 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 division uh, winner and the two wildcard teams might just be from that division. It's kind of like last year too, um, but yeah. So that's the that's the what's happening right now in the standings. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, right now, all-star voting is uh, voting has come up. I believe Bryce Harper is leading the whole thing with like nine hundred thousand votes. Like he's probably going to break records. Um, uh, I know Mike Trout's gotten some love. You know, you get the the ballot stuffers in there. I, I'm glad to see the Cubs aren't like leading in every category. I, I just uh, I hate seeing that in all-star games. Just like you know the american league you know or you know one of the leagues is kind of diverse and they're facing like just a whole nine-man team from you know chicago Uh, it's uh, it's just not fun to watch but 
it's cool to see what they're doing right now and uh and as far as voting goes um we're in, embarking on uh in june now this is kind of a, a time where teams uh start we're just kind of start to see where teams will kind of line up as the season moves forward uh, we'll get a better idea of it this this month we'll see like who becomes sellers and who become most likely become buyers um uh so what we'll see those like i said kansas city might become a seller uh red sox might become buyers uh, I, it'd be interesting to see who gets moved to i always love seeing players change teams um because it's interesting uh but we'll see we'll get a better idea in the coming weeks um but yeah this episode was just kind of a a solo one just kind of run down of what's been going on since we've been gone um as far as uh you know notable players notable production uh the standings uh who, which teams are kind of doing playing well which teams aren't um so yeah uh if i believe we're gonna pick up again next week i believe matt uh will be available um but yeah keep listening we're we're we're, we're coming back <laughs> uh stay tuned like keep an eye on our twitter stealing first pod at stealing first pod um our gmail is uh stealing first podcast uh at gmail.com um so yeah just just uh, uh keep listening and uh keep interacting with us and uh yeah thanks thank you for listening see ya